Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I try to go through the many, uh, you know, texts or um, emails that we're getting. And I say, I'm going to go do my cry now. And I, I go into my room and I do my, you know, primal mother um. And then I wipe Michael. my face and I say, and now I have to go fight. <gasps> what in the world Sorry was that? Sorry about that. I hit the wrong page. Here. Oh, my apologies. Okay. I had Wednesday. Let's take two. How about the hospital, sir? People all over the region um, are upset about the hospital and don't necessarily believe uh, you or the Israelis that they didn't have anything to do with it. Do you have a message to the people in the streets right now? Well, I can understand why in this circumstance they wouldn't believe. I can understand that. Our Defense Department says it's highly unlikely that it was Israelis, but if it had a different footprint. And I'm not suggesting that Hamas deliberately did it either. It's that old thing. I don't know how to shoot straight. Wow, did he make like a grandpa joke at the end of that? It's like they say, you got to learn how to shoot straight. <laughs> wow. Oof. That's a little too flip, given the circumstances. I'd say it's as if his judgment is completely shot. Uh, Well, as I heard uh, somebody put it yesterday, uh, Kevin Williamson of the Dispatch, he said there are four options on that whole hospital thing from the get-go. And any sane person going from uh, least likely to go from most likely to least likely of the four options would be Hamas did this by accident, to Hamas did this on purpose, to Israel did this by accident, to Israel did this on purpose. I mean, those are your only four options. And so much of our media decided to go with the least likely of those four options from the get-go based on the word of Hamas. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, to uh, the president sounding so old there in the plane coming back talking to reporters Politico said the president left Israel looking more like a victim of world events than a shaper of them. 
That's a little rough from Politico, mm. who generally leans left. This is Mark Halpern's writing about what's going to happen tonight, a speech by the president in the wide world of news today. An 80-year-old man in apparent physical and mental decline got home from work early this morning at 12.51 a.m. He's a president, a presidential candidate, a commander-in-chief, with a special counsel hired by his own Justice Department investigating him and a son under criminal indictment by the same agency. He had just returned from a historic trip to the Middle East during which he showed bravery and though his words and through his words and deeds reassured the people of one of America's most important allies, but in a few hours the president is scheduled to deliver an 8 p.m. speech from the Oval Office, only the second such address of his presidency to talk about the importance of the United States of two epic struggles, Israel and Ukraine, that hold unimaginable stakes for the planet and could no joke in both cases lead down multiple paths to World War 3. Not a that, joke. That is a lot going on in one old man's uh, brain and emotions. I'm really surprised they've scheduled it for that late at night. I understand why uh, Oval Office addresses are. I get the logistics of it. But given the uh, the reality that folks who are declining mentally and physically, uh, evening is not good. Night is not good for them. I'm just surprised. I wonder if they have like the the one drug cocktail you can only give somebody once in a great while and they've got that ready for him. I'm not rooting for a um uh mental flub, old man moment, senior moment during oh, the no, I speech fear it. That would be bad for the country. It'd be bad for like I want a Republican to get elected president. So I think Biden being the nominee is good for the Republican party. Um, I'm not trying to drive him out of office. I think they'd almost guaranteed get somebody harder to beat. So, uh, that being said, there is a chance that tonight is that moment where it all comes to an end. He has one of those big meltdowns on this big address. That's it, right? Like, if he had one of the, like, really big falls asleep completely loses his place, does the same line three times in a row, something, um, that'd be it, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. 25th Amendment time. Although, I'm reminded of Richard Pryor. I'm pretty sure it was Richard Pryor had a a great bit back in the 70s where um, I can't remember if it was part of his bit or somebody brought it up that if uh, he's, uh, he was talking about the president making him vice president because that would guarantee nobody would try to assassinate him. And and it may have had a racial component. Oh, absolutely! To it. Yeah, that was racial. That was the idea that, that nobody would assassinate the president because a black guy would end up being president. Yeah, well, just wait a little, Richard. It's fine. Two terms. Anyway, um, that's the great conundrum. Even if clearly it's time for the twenty fifth amendment, how terrifying oh, is it? Right. Yeah, that's to a have good Kamala point. in charge. Maybe you're better with a doddering old fool who is, as many people have suggested, is controlled behind the scenes by the Obama crowd or whoever it is, uh, the Democratic Party elders. Uh, maybe that's better than having the the chucklehead, the, the you know, the dope Kamala in charge. Yeah, well, the, so there's the third reason that I don't want it to happen tonight. National security. I think Biden would be easier to beat than anybody else, and Kamala would be president. So I'm not rooting for it. Uh, and I think he'll probably be okay because he has risen to the moment on a whole bunch of different live situations over the last six months where I wasn't sure he could. I don't know how he 
don't know if he gets, you know, takes the right medicine or just like really, you know, gets himself mentally prepared or whatever. But God dang it, it'd be so easy to picture the big crash oh, it's and gotta burn be, on the biggest it's gotta stage. Got to be medication. It's not just will. It's, you know, if it were will, everybody suffering from you know age related decline from me on up uh, would would summon their will when it was needed. They can't. And for the record. For the whiners at the New York Times and that sort of publication, listen to Joe Getty insulting Kamala Harris. You give me a week, I'll come up with 10 women of color, whether black women or Indian. You give me two weeks, I could probably come up with 10 American women who are of black and Indian heritage who I would prefer to have as president. I'm sure some of them are quite brilliant and would be capable presidents. Has nothing to do with anything but her failings as a a leader and a human being. So take your race baiting elsewheres. Yeah, I'm just trying to pick the the people I know who are at Biden's age the best are my own parents. And man, if they had the trip that he just had, got to bed at the time they got that he got to bed and had to give a speech tonight, I would think, well, that's going to be rough. They gave him a big fat shot in the ass and. That's Dr. Trump there. Uh, speaking for myself, I'd be uh, pretty ragged. Oh, yeah. I'd be thinking this is a grueling couple of days I got going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, this evening is a test. Now, we have a couple of folks who are, whether professionally or personally involved in the care of uh, folks who are dealing with dementia or whatever specific decline, um, is there like a, uh, it's like you can only get the cortisone shots so many times in a joint. Are there drugs that are like super effective, but you dare not use them more than a little bit for folks in that condition? Or can you just keep using them? Maybe. Uh, I don't know, but you'd think they would if, if there wasn't a All downside, right. you'd take yeah, them every day. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Obviously. Yeah. The, yeah, I'm thinking about cortisone and various other things and shots because it turns out my health problems are indeed a spinal problem, which is just overjoyed. I'm just overjoyed to see that. Washington Post had an article about how the modern golf swing will wreck your back. Timely! Timely! Where was that three months ago? Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. So I don't know anything about this, the modern golf swing. You use your feet or it's different than the last time I played golf 30 years ago. There's a new way to... Well, if you're if you're not using your feet, you're, I, I don't understand how you're, you know, even standing erect. It's just a different way to swing, but it's bad for you. It's actually bad for your body. Yeah, it puts a lot more stress on your spine. Huh. Interesting. So do you think that will make people stop doing that? I, I don't know. I doubt it'll be widely read enough. And maybe it will. Maybe the golf magazines will pick it up. I hope so, because... Um, you know, I, I have some actual anatomical issues with my spine that virtually all bipeds do when they age. That's what a lot um, of our textures say. Joe has no spine. Spineless well, Joe. It's a bit of a paraphrase of what I just said, but anyway. Uh, so I definitely have issues there, but I screwed up my back, I mean, for good, trying to execute kind of the modern golf swing. Interesting. And, uh, and it was so- a terrible mistake for a guy my age. I I, I will regret it. Probably for the rest of my days. One of the great leisure sports in America that is aimed primarily at older people, their latest technique is bad for your spine. That seems like an interesting situation. Yeah, part of it is that the PGA Tour Pro guys, the, the best of the best, are almost uniformly 
quite young, less than 40. There are some exceptions, but and they're in fabulous shape right now. I've said half-jokingly, they ought to do a shirtless calendar of PGA Tour professionals <laughs> because these guys are ripped. And that They've would, got the bodies of Olympic swimmers. And that wouldn't have been true 50, 60 years ago. Oh, no. No, not at all. 30 years ago. You wouldn't want to um, see that calendar. Uh, no, no, unless you have weird urges, man. Anyway, uh, but these guys are they're in spectacular condition, and they're young. And so they can execute these swings where their hips clear like way ahead of their upper body, and it creates a whipping effect that they get tremendous club head speed. But trust me, fellas, if you're over 40, don't even try. Just go ahead and shoot your 93 or 117 or whatever you shoot. Don't try to swing like Rory McIlroy or you'll be next to me on the gurney. That's interesting. Yeah. Public service announcement. Yeah. Huh. What an interesting development. I wonder how many people that has done that to across the country. Lots and lots, I'd say, judging by the uh, the Washington Post piece, which I've just begun. Uh, you know, we that was... Uh, bah, bah, bah. I don't think that was one of the hot links yesterday. Uh, Hanson, it's from yesterday's Washington Post. Why don't we see if we can uh, put a link up at armstrongandgetty.com. Golfers, I'm telling you, it's worth a click. Yeah, but I'm just trying to picture all kinds of other things, like if... Uh you know, this technique will make you play guitar like Jimi Hendrix. Oh, it turns out if you do it for a while, you'll have carpal tunnel and never be able to play the guitar again. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's just interesting. Yeah, it's well, golf, as you point out, is one of the few games, sports, uh, that's played a lot by people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Pickleball's taken over the world. Can you pickleball? Uh, no. You no. can't pickleball either. I probably shouldn't. Uh, for various reasons, but uh, pickleball, or as my physical therapist uh, calls it, injury ball. Well, it's very popular. You uh, haven't run backward in 30 years, and you just tried to run backward, and now you've twisted something, torn something. I ran into, a buddy, ran into a buddy of mine the other night. He's like 70, retired, and he, he's a pickleball fanatic now, and he's in a, mm. a community where they just all, they play pickleball constantly. I still don't Looks even like know fun. what it is. I don't even know what it is. I hear about it constantly. It's taken over the world. It's replaced. It's like tennis, but a smaller court and a dead ball. Hmm. You played at 15? Have to win by two? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to ask my wife. She plays it all the time. Uh, More on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. 
a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I got to the Olive Garden. I went to the manager. All I said was, cheese grater and she looked at me and said give me one minute they sold me the cheese grater not only that they gave me cheese to try out okay you're gonna put the cheese on top of the grater like this push down and then just turn it oh my goodness they gave me so much cheese to shred i don't think you guys understand how life-changing this is for me i canceled all of my plans is this guy having sex with the cheese grater no that would hurt (laughs) Sounds abnormally excited about the Olive Garden cheese grater situation. You know, oddballs on videos. I always go to, okay, yeah, right. he wants to go viral. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. You you always get to that conclusion quickly, and then I usually think, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what's happening there. And I'm it just too bitter. I've lost the capacity to experience joy. <laughs> Which is a tough situation to be in. Couple of things... Ian Bremmer uh, tweeted out that if Hezbollah was going to get involved in the war, they would have by now. I hope he's right. I don't understand why that would necessarily be the case, but um, why wouldn't it make perfectly good sense that strategically they're going to get in as soon as Israel's all in on the ground offensive and they're distracted? But the reason I bring that up is I saw reporting on NBC that the White House has had conversations and decided that if Hezbollah gets in, then we are going to get involved. So that's what would happen there. That's exciting. Wow. I think Israel has six figures worth of troops on in the northern part of the country ready for that. I think that's right. So Ian Bremmer also tweeted out, and I don't know anything about this, and I know none of you are on Twitter. Apparently, I don't use Twitter the way other people do because I don't notice this. But he said, the level of disinformation on Israel-Hamas war being algorithmically promoted on Twitter is unlike anything I've ever been exposed to in my career as a political scientist. Hmm. I believe him, but I just I don't see it. But hmm. that might just be the future of the world. I think he's suggesting that something that Elon did has made that worse. But I don't know any of those things. Uh, J- Jonathan, what's that? Stand by. Okay, uh, we're going to play a cut of something here. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what was it? Oh, yeah. Well, how about just on TV? This is a BBC reporter right after the hospital got attacked. Uh, this was on TV the other day. The Israeli military has been contacted uh, for comment, and they have said that they are investigating. But, uh, you know, it is hard to see what else this could be, really, given the size of the explosion, other than an Israeli airstrike or several airstrikes. Uh, because, you know, when we've seen rockets being fired out of Gaza, uh, we never see uh, explosions of that scale. We might see 
uh, half a dozen, maybe a few more people being killed in such rocket attacks, but we've never seen anything uh, on the scale of the okay, sort of explosion. That's good. So it makes a point. So that's a that's on television, BBC, highly influential media outlet and him just stating this it's hard to imagine this being anything other than an israeli uh, missile or several okay well nobody uh agreed with what you said based on what they saw like that knows what they're talking about yeah yeah that was egregious and irresponsible and wildly inaccurate so to ian's uh complaint about twitter and misinformation all right well where did where do we where do you start where do you end on that whole complaint yeah i just did a quick search on twitter uh israel attack is trending and a lot of it is from islamist groups islamic and islamist groups and uh pretty suspect i don't know how we're gonna deal with the current media information age more on the way if you miss something get the podcast armstrong and getty it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really felt like the court of public opinion made its decision instantly, and it's against the backdrop of these thousands of strikes that have been launched from Israel into Gaza uh, since that October the 7th attack. There is a lot of anger that's been brewing in the region, and this latest strike, in some senses, was the straw that broke the camel's back. Whatever the truth of the matter, people are not in a mood to listen. And it really feels, I've reported on this, uh, this region for almost two decades, it really feels that it's closer to the brink than I've known it for any time. I thought that was a heck of a strong statement from a guy that's been in that region for a long time, as he said, closer to the brink than he's seen. And it doesn't matter what actually happened with that hospital. People have exploded and are going nutso. And the president is going to address the nation tonight around this and Ukraine, I guess. So we'll see how that goes. And we'll talk about it a lot tomorrow. I've read various arguments of how they're connected. Uh, it seems like a, a bit of a lift for somebody of his age and mental uh, state. But we'll we'll see. We'll all listen together. So I got we'll some, do it live. I got something on my mind that I'm not exactly sure why is on my mind. I have a feeling. I don't, I'm not. My intention is not for this to be like 
a somber or a downer at all in any way, but it might ultimately, the answer to, to my dilemma here might ultimately be mortality. And mortality tends to be somber and a bit of a downer. Which is wow, weird. Okay. Which is weird given the fact that it's just, I mean, what could possibly be more universal than mortality? Death and taxes. Come on. Do you think we actually have a uh, uh, a not healthy view of mortality? And any time I bring it up, somebody always says, usually somebody with lots of degrees says something like, um, well, you know, the West has a, uh, a an unhealthy relationship with death in Eastern cultures or the Native Americans or somebody. They something or other. And uh, is that true? <laughs> I think there's some truth to it. Yeah, it depends or, who you're talking about, I guess. But. Well, I just, I don't know. I've always wondered if that's actually true or not. Or if it's just, nah, everybody like doesn't particularly like to think about it. it's all going to be over someday. I, I don't know that we invented or, you know, are stuck in some sort of negative spiral about it. It just seems, maybe it's just human nature. I don't know. You know, is it, is it related to this? I don't know. I'm just philosophizing here. I, I came across a, uh, a card once. I think it may have been a sympathy card. I kept it. It made an impression on me. I'll bet a lot of you have seen it. It's um, it points out it's a picture of like a teacup with a jagged like line in it, like it's been broken and repaired. And the point of the card is that in Japan, if you break uh something like that, uh, you know, a teacup from a beloved set or something like that. When you go to repair it, you mix some coloring agent in with the glue. Show So it shows that it was broken and repaired because that's part of that cup's journey. You wouldn't want to hide that. Now, for all I know, that's bunk. I haven't spent a the great deal Chinese, of time in Japan. The Chinese do not have a word for problem. Their word is actually opportunity. That's not true. Which, anyway, well, um, <laughs> well, But that was a thing for a while. Al yeah. Gore once said it on stage, and it turned out it's complete bunk, and it right. doesn't make any sense, and I just wonder if, like... This teacup thing or the whole other cultures don't look at death the way. But I just, I just wonder if it's a bunch of crap. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it is entirely. Anyway, um, that's a long way to get here. So my brother texted me the other day that probably the most uh, influential, celebrated something or other bar in my life is closing down permanently. Oh, the brass rail in Hayes, Kansas, where I went to school, Fort Hayes State is closing down, been open since the 60s or something like that. And uh, and it's closing permanently. And so the, the people that are familiar with that or lived in that area are, are, are reminiscing about it and everything like that. And I have so many, you know, like anybody who's got a favorite college bar, hometown bar or whatever like that. Just so many girlfriends, male friends, uh, hanging out with teachers, seeing fights, watching ball games. I mean, just like endless memories about that. But I was trying to figure out why, why is there, why do I have any emotional reaction to that? That it's closing down. Why, why would I have an emotional reaction to that? I haven't been there in like 30 years. I was never going to go there again, unlikely, unless mm-hmm. some weird circumstance. So the fact that it's open or closed doesn't make any difference. Uh, why, why would there be any? And again, is the answer just mortality? And then we move on, go to commercial and come back and talk about something else? Oh, that's right. Stay with us. No, um, I think two things are going on. Number one, your memories are tied to places and things. They just are. 
Um, and when you feel when one of those symbolic things goes away, it, it leaves an impression. But I actually I contemplated this thing, uh, this this question a great deal last time I was kicking around in the neighborhood where I grew up. And it dawned on me, I'm a little slow. I think philosophers have known this for a long time. Yep. Philosophers but, have known for a long time that you're slow? No, I'm sorry if that sentence was poorly constructed. Here's my point, if you'll allow me. <laughs> it became infinitely clear to me that the past was gone. Not just that I wasn't living in it anymore, but it doesn't exist anymore, except in my mind. The town has changed. There's an apartment complex where the field and the lake used to be. Um, you know, whatever. They built a new high school. The past doesn't exist anymore, except in your mind. And I just think when like that, that bar goes away, that just reminds you that, oh, yeah, I can. Uh, those friends aren't there. That's, you know, that those experiences aren't there. They're gone. So do we, it wouldn't be quite the same with childhood. Well, maybe it is. I was going to say, do we live with this kind of uh, illogical, I can do that again. And then when that person dies or that thing closes or the band breaks up or whatever, whatever that is, memory is, then it like really drives home the no, you can't. That's over. And we just kind of live with this. It's not over. I can still, that'll come back. I can still do that. I can still have those feelings again. Yeah, it's tough to put into words exactly, but it's something like that. That's really interesting. I'll bet philosophers have written about that when they're done writing about you being slow. But um, that, that's interesting. <laughs> so when you hang... We Volumes hang. have been written on that thing. <laughs> um, that's an interesting idea. Was I hanging on to this idea that, you know, I can revisit that. that, that that's still out there as an option. To revisit right. those great times. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the way the human mind works, you only remember the great times. I was probably in that bar a thousand times. Uh, many of them were mediocre at best. Some of them were horrible. <laughs> but all the good ones I remember. Um, uh, but it's, just hold out the idea that I can, I can go see that band live again, or I can whatever again. And then when they're dead, closed, replaced, that, that, that is really shuts the door. Right, yeah, I exactly. I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's like if you vacationed in a place with your family many times and, and you go back in the ice cream shop where, you, uh, where your mom and dad bought you cones and then you were big enough to go by yourself and then you brought a friend one year and you went and got ice cream cones. You go back and that ice cream store is gone. Who gives a crap? You can get ice cream virtually anywhere, but it'd be heartbreaking. Yeah, that is an interesting thing to uh, to ponder. If you've got an answer for that, uh, text or email, like maybe you're a philosophy major and know the answer. Because like I said, I was... Uh, no, 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 no. No, if you're a philosophy major, hold your tongue. I don't want to hear from you. You bore me. You confuse me. It's just I walk away from all of our conversations the way I walked in. I haven't learned a damn thing. Don't waste your time. I hadn't visited that barn forever and wasn't going to ever again. So it being open or closed should have no... Impact on me whatsoever. I, like, randomly ended up listening to a Mick Jagger interview yesterday on a video cast about his new album. It's like a mm-hmm. long half-hour interview. And the, and the topic kind of came up with the, uh, the drummer from the Rolling Stones dying. And then he just got on the topic of, well, you know, people dying that I don't even know. 
um, have ha- have an effect on me. It's just something about the changing of life or the passing of time. And I thought, yeah, it is. It is that. Like people, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Mick is 80 and so much sharper than oh, the POTUS. Not even close. That's one of the things that struck me. He can talk about complex things in a clear voice with a clear mind in a way our president of the same age can't at all. Yeah. Whoops. First of all, Biden probably couldn't hold a steady groove. No. No, he can hardly dance. Come on. Now, the 25th Amendment says you can remove the president for mental incapacity or inability to serve. I believe the 26th Amendment is you can have a British pop singer as president if I believe it's called the, I don't know, I don't have a punchline, Sympathy for the Devil Clause or the, uh, hmm, the Start Me Up Doctrine. <laughs> you know, one of the one of the interesting things that came out of that that's got nothing to do with music, really, um, mm-hmm. is uh, him saying, that, so they, 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 they were recording like in different places, which is so interesting, like he lives in the Caribbean and... Keith Richards lives in some town in France or something, and then somebody else is like, none of them can be bothered to <laughs> travel for a lot of this stuff, apparently. But anyway, um, he mentioned it was difficult because Keith won't Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith Richards, for whatever reason, refuses yeah. to Zoom. So Wow. <laughs> that sounds like such an old person thing to do. I'm not doing a Zoom. I don't believe it. It's, it's... You could call me if you like, but I'm not getting on that damn computer. <laughs> You can text me, but I won't text you back. I refuse to text. I have a friend like that. (laughs) I won't Zoom. Uh, We'll finish strong next. Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. Mm. That's why it is what it is. Armstrong and Getty. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Record-setting fentanyl deaths in the San Francisco Bay Area, so the health department has put out tips for using fentanyl. 
Maybe we'll get that tomorrow. Tips for using fentanyl so you don't die. I don't think I need any tips for using fentanyl, but uh, maybe it's a public service. Michael, let's let's hear joke number four, clip number four. Come on, let's lighten the mood, huh? An effort to reduce pollution caused by microplastics, a European Union ban on the sale of loose plastic glitter went into effect this week. Some great news that sadly there was no way to celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) Microplastics could be huge. Yeah, and first of all, I'd like to point out to the audience that when I asked for the joke to be played, I was under the impression that perhaps it would be mm, funny or amusing in any way. And uh, that's clearly not the case. Back to uh, microplastics. That could actually be a huge, huge deal, right? We look back on the the, the, the 70s through the 2000s and think, can you believe human beings were doing that? Yeah, I remember we posted, it was months ago, but uh, I'm sure you can find it if you look diligently enough, an article that was entitled, Please, for the love of God, stop microwaving plastic. And they were talking about how microplastics and nanoplastics um, get into your bloodstream and lodge in your uh, organs and stuff like that. I think you're right. We're going to realize that was a terrible mistake. God, I was doing that for many, many years. It's just recently that somebody convinced me to stop microwaving plastic stuff. I was constantly mm. microwaving plastic, like every day, practically. Wow. For years Oof. and years and years. Yeah, I'd like to talk about this uh, story. Comrade Mickey, Disney Inc.'s big deal with China's TikTok. Yay, we should all listen to the teachings of Chairman Xi. Xi Jinping, hooray! But they have attorneys. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. Also among fair, we probably won't squeeze in. And this is for the ladies. <laughs> mostly. Mostly for women. Wall Street Journal parent group te- texts spiral out of control. And that's, you're in text groups or uh, Snapchat. Is that, to, what's the, I'm not good on the various ways to communicate with people. Um, I'll bet it's. Is it uh... Snap or Snapchat or WhatsApp? All the groups you're in, the soccer kids and the, the classroom and the Cub yeah. Scouts and the rest of it. How You can you be in a meeting for an hour. You come out and you got 77 text messages or whatever alerts. And uh, how, how is it getting out of control? Just the volume or um, is that what they mean? Yeah, yeah. The number of people, the number of groups and the number of people who and, and this, I think, is more common to women. They will reply all instead of saying, hey, texting me back privately since this just concerns you or whatever. Um, And so every conversation is with everybody to show that you're part of the group and everything. And we're all in it together. But it can get insane. Um, In a recent survey of 1,000 people, 42% of Americans said group chats can feel like a part-time job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got a few that I am involved with, school-related, yeah. Yeah, I actually have one or two just voluntarily, but uh, one of them I've turned off alerts just because I, every time there's a funny golf video and somebody laughs at it and the rest of it and somebody else says, yeah, that looks like your swing. I don't need to. Just, I'll get to that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need my phone to buzz. Too much communication. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but I came across this and I really want to squeeze it in quickly. We talked earlier about how in a single week, and I think it was the El Paso uh, border crossing section there where the uh, border patrol patrols. 
they came across 11 uh, Middle Easterners trying to sneak into the United States. 11 from Iran and Iraq, Saudi Arabia, a bunch of different countries, um, which is interesting enough and probably a similar number got away. But then I came across these numbers. According to the source in the Border Patrol, in fiscal year 2023, migrants from more than 280 countries were apprehended by the Border Patrol, including those from 34 countries listed as special interest countries. Now, that doesn't mean that those people are terrorists or anything, but they're countries that have been known as harboring you know, terrorist organizations, that sort of thing. Um, they were like Trump's infamous Muslim ban, which wasn't a Muslim ban at all, you liars. Same liars who said that Israel bombed the hospital. It was a ban on countries where you couldn't properly vet the people. Anyway, um, so 280 countries, including 34 special interest countries. Among the remainder of special interest aliens entering the United States during fiscal year 2023 were more than 5,600 Afghans. 3,000 Egyptians, nearly 2,500 Somalis, 2,500 citizens of Bangladesh, 1,300 Pakistanis, 1,200 Eritreans, and a partridge in a prayer tree. Oh, and no, and 1,000 nationals of Tajikistan and Kazakhstan. That's probably not a good thing. Wow. Here's your host for Final Thoughts. Man, I was really liking that house music. I barely broke a sweat dancing. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap the show up for the day. There he is, our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Got to learn how to uh, season vegetables. Some of them are not so great, but I, 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 with my new diet, I got to learn how to make this stuff, you know. I hear you. And then teach me so I can feed my children in a more healthy fashion. I will do a seminar on that very thing, how to cook them, Michael. It'll change your life. Uh, Katie Green, our esteemed newswoman. Katie, a final thought? We should start a group chat on how to season vegetables. Do Start a group text. Just blow oh. each other up all day. Oh, 87 yeah. messages stop. in an hour. Discourse. How do we, how do we feel about garlic? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jack, yeah. Uh, Facebook Live. We need to be on like oh. nine different platforms. <laughs> Jack, final thought for us? Yeah, I'm rooting for the president and his live Oval Office address today. Uh, wouldn't be good for America in any way whatsoever, and it wouldn't be good for the Republican Party, actually, if he locked up on live television and they have to replace him. When things have... Here's my final thought. When things have always been true, it's really, really, really hard to move into a new reality, specifically the way wars end has always been, because one side wins completely. With very, very few exceptions. Right. Somebody has to get pummeled so bad they give up. And that's uh, pretty ugly to watch in the modern world. Armstrong and Getty walk, wake, hmm? wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Sound like the president's going to sound tonight. We'll have the highlights for you tomorrow. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All those clicks we talked about, they're under hot links. Check it out. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. I'm strong and getty. But these are bad guys. I'm gonna call my lawyer. Gonna. What would James Madison say? This is a mess. I want winners. <laughs> you, you, you're a loser. My God, man. So let's go out with a bang. David, I've been referring to the contest to elect a House Speaker as a clown show. Is that unnecessarily harsh in your opinion? <laughs> no, I think you're being disrespectful to clowns. That's an honorable <laughs> profession. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He was called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.